The time has come. It is the ultimate battle, the final clash of giants. It is the Ragnarok of the gaming world, Wargamer against Eurogamer. Who will prevail? Who will force the other to play a game of developing the postal service in Bavaria? Who will force the peace-loving Eurogamer to wait through the 10,000 deadly pages of advanced squad leader, risking his sanity and happiness in life forever? It is Jason versus Moritz. Last week, we left the British, led by General Jason, slightly annoyed at the death of one of their best leaders, Webb, and even more annoyed by the French scouting parties led by General Moritz in their homeland. And what do the Pommies do when they are really annoyed with something? They ignore it. They simply shift the troops around, preparing a big assault on the poor, unprotected French force. But the French will not be deterred, huh? No, 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 no. Rigaud continues his adventure in the northern department and unexpectedly conquers a stockade for un point de victoire that General Jason has forgotten. The British, they are the furious, and uh, General Jason angrily commands his soldiers to tear down any stockade uh, between uh, east and west. At the same time, there's a big drafting of young, hot-blooded and passionate British men. Oh, well, that doesn't sound right somehow. Well, anyway, the, the British draft a lot of young provincial regiments to defend the homeland. The French, they are not impressed by this. Bereaved of their trophy points for conquering empty stockades, they raise another call for willing, friendly Native Americans. And again, the charm of the French works wonders. Two Carnavaga appear in Kanavaki. Two Abenaki appear in Saint-François. Two Argenquin appear in Lac de Deux Montagnes. The British react by awakening Johnson in the backland with a mission to consolidate the homeland forces. He trudges through the countryside with mud-covered boots because winter is approaching soon. The French send out some Indians to help Rigaud's guerrilla efforts and to strengthen his little expedition. Some Indians also want to raid the evil British, but again, it's only chickens they catch, no victoire points. And again, Johnson trudges on, wasting the valuable ops of General Jason. The French, uh, through a severe rule misunderstanding, think that attacking the provincial forces bring lots of points de victoire. So they kill a little army, but no points they get. It's a disaster. And now the British play the most evil card in the game. The smallpox plague kills all the Indians in the large army lingering in Schenectady. All three Indians there are killed. A sad day for the Native Americans. A big wail by the French ensues. More Indians! We need more Indians! And again the call is heard, unfazed by the threat of the deadly infection. Five more Indian tribes join the fray. The Ottawa, the Ojibwa, the Delaware, the Mingo and the Shawnee. But now the British strike. They attack the force of Commander Montcalm with a vengeance, and little can he do, because half of his army is dead through smallpox. The French have to suffer a big defeat, and only a lone wounded ranger and two leaders escape into the brush. The French have to go full guerrilla now, which means giving up the undefendable fort at Ticonderoga, another point de victoire lost. Rigaud cannot sustain his silly attacks on the Provincials and flees into the mountains close to home at Allegheny South. 
And yet again, we have to stop, because the future of this war is still undecided. I can only tell you that the French victory points are now at three, and the British are in a very strong position close to French Canadia, as Jason likes to call it in his point-to-point podcast, but weakly defended in the homeland still. We will see. Perhaps the French have some aces up their sleeve. Bye-bye.